Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's Safety and Health webcast, Tech and OSH, Trending Apps for Safety Professionals, sponsored by Columbia Southern University. My name is Kevin Drulli. I'm an associate editor with Safety and Health magazine, and I will be moderating today's session. Thanks for joining us. In a few minutes, we'll start the presentation, but first I want to go over some preliminary items. The views of today's speaker and organization are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the National Safety Council or Safety and Health magazine. Any mention of a commercial enterprise, product, or publication does not mean the council or magazine endorses those items. At the end of today's webcast, we will conduct a question and answer session. To ask a question, simply type it in the text box in the lower left-hand corner of your screen and click the button for Submit Question. Feel free to ask your question at any time during the presentation. You don't have to wait for the question and answer session to begin. We'll try to answer as many questions as possible, but because of the large number of participants today, we might not get to every question. Any unanswered questions will be forwarded along to today's speaker. For basic troubleshooting information, click the Help button located on your screen. At the end of the webcast, you'll be asked to complete a brief evaluation survey. I will let you know more about that after the presentation. This webcast is archived, so you can access it after today's live event. To view this webcast and all of our past webcasts, go to safetyandhealthmagazine.com slash events. With that, let's go ahead and get started. Our speaker today will be Ralph Blessing, a Columbia Southern University adjunct professor. Ralph brings more than 27 years of occupational safety and health experience, including in general industry, construction, training, and public speaking. Ralph's career began in the United States Navy, where he served as a base safety officer responsible for the safety of about 5,000 military and civilian personnel. He has a master's degree in occupational safety and health. Again, we, ask all of you, we thank all of you for tuning into this presentation. Ralph, whenever you're ready, go ahead and take it away. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is Professor Ralph Blessing from Columbia Southern University. And I'd like to welcome you today to our webinar on technology and occupational safety and health and specifically uh, the training apps that are out there for safety professionals that help us improve our results, that help us become successful, that help our employees become successful and the company overall. That are a lot of various types of software out there, as I'm sure you know, those of you that follow it, that we can use as safety professionals. However, in talking about this software, we're talking about a software or an application that is very specific as to what it can do. One, one aspect of safety, for example, weather. Weather does exactly what it says it does. It looks at the weather for you. It will notify you of any uh, storms coming in, so on and so forth. It's important, yes, uh, but it's only one aspect of safety. Uh, ERG, the Department of Transportation Emergency Response Guide, you have the NFPA 70E application or NFPA 70E software, which specifically deals with arc flash, which is very important. You have the NIOSH, Pocket Guide for Hazardous Material, Chemical SPF. Uh, we have the Pocket uh, First Aid CPL, the OSHA, the HEAT tool, uh, the JSA or Job Safety Analysis or Job Safety Analysis application. Uh, the Brady Link 360 lockout tagout, a noise sniffer. We have iAudit, which is very, very common uh, and which I use for just conducting inspections. It's great. It helps you set up your own inspection program, allows you to track it. It comes out of, uh, out of Australia, I'm sorry. 
uh, and it's been around for a number of years, and they've really improved on it, but it's something I would recommend. It's called iAudit, or iAudit, one or the other. Uh, and OSHA, of course, has their tools that are available to help you. The OSHA ladder safety, the incident loss calculator, so on and so forth. These are all great applications. However, they focus on one specific aspect of safety and not a total encompassing program, which is what we're really looking for. Currently, there's 40 applications for safety professionals. And when I say 40 applications, these are your more robust applications for conducting safety. Okay. Out of these, I, I went through and I looked at the various uh, safety applications, the total encompassing or all-encompassing safety applications, and I, I picked the top 10 based on eight specific areas uh, of, of what I believe the safety professionals should be looking at or thinking about. Uh, one of them is how is it deployed? How can we use it on device? And in this case, you have three choices. You have the cloud, which has become very, uh, very common nowadays. Uh, you have a, a computer, and then, of course, we have our smaller devices, iPads, iPhones, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, so those are the three devices that I was looking for, how we could use the applications on those devices. Then I looked at audit management, corrective preventive actions, environmental management, incident management, industrial safety management, occupational health management, and training management. All of these are very important to a good safety program. Thing is, is how do we track these? How do we keep track of this information? So that's what I was looking for when it came time to identify the specific software or safety applications I was looking for. All right. So by doing so, the 10 safety applications that I picked that, as you can tell from this spreadsheet that met most of what I was looking for are EHS Insight, Cority, Safety Tech, SiteDoc, ETQ, eCompliance, Sferia, Velocity EHS, HSI, and Safety Indicators. Right. As you can see on the deployment here, you've got a computer, the cloud, or a mobile device. There were two of them that, of course, were uh, were able to be used on, on uh, all three uh, deployment aspects, and that, of course, was EHS, EHS Insight and Sferia. All right. Other than that, you can see the various other aspects of use. And then as, as we went through audit management, uh, the Corrective preventive actions, environmental management, incident management, uh, industrial safety management, occupational health management, training management. You can see most of these 10 applications covered all of them. Now, uh, Sferia did not cover the aspect of training management, which I found uh, to be one of the negatives. And that's why I would stay away from that. And, and I'm not saying that they, they couldn't improve on it. But training management is very important, as you know. We have to know when our employees are due for their three-year recertification on forklifts and, and their annual or semi or uh, biannual 
certifications on first aid, CPR, so on and so forth. All right. You can see that under audit management, HSI lacked uh, the audit management aspect, and under your occupational health management, uh, safety indicators did not have a, uh, a tool within their process or their application to conduct occupational health management. So these were aspects. So the 10 that I chose met these eight criteria that I was looking for. Out of these 10, there were three that I really liked based on, uh, and I'll discuss all the aspects of what, what I base those three on, or the, the uh, idea or the attitude of gravitating toward using these three software. Uh, and uh, this was based on industry standards and, and reading about different companies, some of the major companies that used it, why they liked it. Uh, the first one, first I'd like to talk about is PsychDoc. Uh, this was probably one of the most utilized softwares out in the field by some of the largest companies. All right. Now, one thing I will say about this, I did not get all the, the financial aspects of it, but uh, PsychDoc uh, for a uh, enterprise, if we want to call it an enterprise or uh, a, a multi-user license, uh, could cost you up to about $36,000 a year, depending on the total number of employees. And I think $36,000 was for 100 employees that were using uh, the software. And that's quite a chunk of money, and that's why I mentioned a lot of the larger companies use like that. You can access and manage your entire safety program from a web browser. And this is any web browser. Uh, you know, your Internet Explorer, a Chrome, all the different web uh, browsers that are out there, you could, this software is uh, multi-capable of, of being able to use those various software. Whether you're at the office, at a hotel, in your vehicle, coffee shop, wherever, uh, you'll have instant visibility and control over safety activity from every single job site or for every single job okay? And when we talk about this, as I mentioned, uh, the robustness, the uh, use of the software, uh, looking at reports and analytics, which is very important for safety professionals. Not so much the, the uh, what has transpired, right? But we want to be proactive and not reactive when it comes to identifying analytics. Uh, we can see trends on incidents, injuries, et cetera, which, of course, is a reactive method. Uh, we can track worker engagement. We can see problem locations at a glance. For example, if you're doing a... Uh, what we want to call it a dot matrix, uh, a dot matrix, a, a using a, a, a form that has where you can place dots over where your incidents occurring, of course, where you have the most dots is what you want to focus on. Uh, that sort of trend, right? Problem locations of the clients. And then track frequency of form submission. What forms are being submitted? What have to be submitted daily, weekly, so forth, and how are they being done, done so? And you can use the software site doc to find out. Real-time monitoring. See, every form signed at every job site in real time. So every time it's signed, your computer automatically updates. Uh, improved accountability for workers to fill out required documentation. Uh, quickly see critical forms that require your immediate attention. For example, near-miss reports, incident reports, etc. Automatically file and organize. Quickly find documents, sort by document name, location, worker, and date sign. Very important. I mean, we all remember the old days where we had to go through tons and tons and reams of paper to 
try and find something. Now everything we can be, can be done or accomplished on a computer, on the cloud, on a mobile device, right? Using smart search, much like having Google. Just type in the name or whatever it is you're looking for. It will go in and monitor or go in and find it in a database. The quick and easy form builder. Convert all of your paper forms to digital files with the drag and drop form builder. This is why I like iAuditor, uh, because you can drag and drop and build your safety or your safety inspection program uh, quite easily. The drag and drop process is very good, very simple to do. Create custom lists for drop down selectors within your forms. Bulk uploads of PDFs to a resource library, which of course includes your safety data sheet, safety manual, job safety procedures, safe work practices, company policy, anything along that line that can help you or your employees be successful. Monitor worker training and certification. See which worker certificates have expired or are expiring soon. Advanced filtering and grouping for live certification reports. Both these are very important. We want to know at all times which operators or which employees have a certificate that needs to be renewed immediately or needs to be removed, or renewed, I'm sorry, within a few months. We can add locations in here, custom locations for each of your projects, assign specific workers to those locations. We can Work on worker profiles, adding worker details, emergency contacts, and more, adding their certificates. Uh, and that's very important if you've got your worker, a welder, or a, a torch cutter, or something along that line. You know, making sure that they have all necessary certificates to complete their job. And it's important that we realize it and we understand it and we're able to immediately gain access to that. Because as, as many of you realize that, that have been through ocean inspectors or ocean inspections, uh, although compliance officers tend to be reasonable, there comes a point where they finally throw up their hands. If you've got available right there on your phone or on a computer, you're definitely going to stand out and, and chances are that they may not want to come back. We just talked about site doc. Now we're going to talk about ETQ services. Uh, costing is about the same, so I'll say costing is about the same for all of these. Uh, very expensive for a large number of users, uh, a little more reasonable if you maintain your users to a certain level. In this case, ETQ Services Health and Safety Management provides the operational level capabilities to manage workplace health and safety, from recording accidents, injuries, and illnesses to managing your crisis management program. ETQ provides best practices I'm sorry, best practice capabilities to automate your health and safety programs, allowing you to spend more time on controlling hazards and preventing incidents. Wow, what a state. Controlling hazards and preventing incidents. More time to do this. This is like a dream come true for most of us, right? We never can find the time to actually be able to control the hazards or prevent incidents from occurring because we're so busy in the office doing paperwork, meetings, and so on and so forth, right? Now we have the capability of being able to have that available on the job, excuse me, as we're walking around. Within that, aspects, objectives, targets, what is we're focusing on, what we're focusing on, permit controls, behavior-based safety, great process, 
we can automate our behavior-based safety program, corrective actions, document controls, employee training, compliance obligations with or without regulatory content integration, industrial hygiene, emergency planning and preparedness, incidents, accidents, safety reporting, job safety analysis, management of change, monitoring inspection, safety data sheets. These are all very important aspects of our day-to-day -day safety. And so we're able to have this available to us, which allows us to get into the field. We don't have to worry about paperwork back at the office because we're taking it with us, something we can do in the field. Now, you notice at the bottom I talked about environmental management, incident management, risk management, regulatory compliance management. These are aspects that can be added to this specific application. Last, we're going to start talking about e-compliance, the last of the three software applications that I felt were probably the best to look at uh, when it comes to overall good safety capabilities uh, or safety software capabilities uh, that meet the criteria that I was looking for at the time. E-compliance gives management 360 real-time view into safety performance and helps facilitate two-way communication between on-site employees and in-office management. On-site employees and in-office management. Using e-compliance, we can identify hazards. Using the mobile app, you'll be able to quickly identify hazards by taking a picture and annotating it in real time. Okay. Take a picture, annotate it in real time, it automatically takes it and puts it into your data. Assigning corrective actions. Be able to immediately assign a corrective action to any member of your staff. This will alert your colleague immediately and ensure the right controls are in place. Basically, if you have a problem or an incident that has occurred or may occur, uh, and we see that we can take some sort of action, corrective action, then that's what we do. We assign a corrective action to a specific member of the safety team and they will take it, but it's an immediate response once we assign it, or whether we once we make a note of it and save it and assign it. Lastly, on this one, on this page specifically, check the status of actions items. We've assigned individuals within our safety team action items or corrective actions. Now we can follow up with that. Take a look at a detailed view of any or all the action items assigned to you or others at the level of your organization. Check their status and accept or reject them as soon as they are signed. Okay. Complete incident reports. Quick and easily complete incident reports directly from your device and submit them to sign up. Alright. How great is this? Go ahead and do it right at the job site and then it will go back and be signed up. Now I'm not saying I totally agree to this because I personally believe that it requires a large amount of time uh, to conduct a good root cause analysis, if you want to call it, or incident analysis. Uh, you know, this is not something that can be done quickly. It requires time and effort. Document your EHS meetings. Using the meeting form, you'll be able to take meeting minutes, assign appropriate corrective actions, and sign up on your job health and safety meeting at any time. Once again, how great is this? Everything is done at the job, at your meeting. Um, immediately when the notes are taken, everything is done. 
and any assignments have been assigned, then immediately upon saving it, it will go into your database based on your criteria and uh, send the appropriate email messages to those parties that are responsible for certain aspects of that safety program. Uh, continue to work offline. This is a great program. Uh, if you don't have internet access at a specific site, the eCompliance app will still allow you to complete your safety activities automatically sync once you do. So let's say we go into a field, we've lost internet connectivity, uh, but we can still call everything up, do everything that's necessary on, on the software capability, and then go back to wherever. And if internet uh, access is available, is available, then the computer, uh, if you have it turned on, will automatically access that internet uh, and will automatically send out the reports and necessary paperwork based on what is built into that software. Leading indicators to help reduce the risk. If you're looking for a better understanding of how you can prevent incidents and injuries from occurring in the first place, eCompliance enables your management team to download automated key KPIs or key performance indicator matrix and view comprehensive uh, dashboards. So basically, this is a way for management to observe or to identify whether you are or are not doing your job uh, based on your KPI. Okay, it's available to them, and it's uh, definitely something we want to look at when it comes to reducing the risk uh, that we uh, or that our, our employees are exposed to on a daily basis. Training reports that aren't in Excel. Uh, I'm not much of an Excel user. Uh, I like Word better. Uh, so let's get away from Excel if we have to. But training reports, rather than managing employee training and retraining dates in Excel, eCompliance will automatically send reminders to your workers when their training is about to expire. Amazing. So when they get the training, we train a class of 20 personnel. Let's say a forklift. Uh, two years, 11 months, and 20 days uh, down the road, automatically the computer system will automatically send out a a notice to them, a reminder saying, hey, in 10 days, 11 days, or whatever, you have to complete or you have to start your training uh, for forklift recertification, uh, or let's say first aid CPR, confined space, uh, fall protection, whatever it is. If you do this correctly, your database, if you can control your database correctly, then a message will go out to the employees that they have to do their recertification. Introducing KPIs for work participation engagement. Once again, how do we track whether our employees are doing what they're supposed to be doing, whether the workers are doing what they're supposed to be doing? Worker engagement and safety is critical but rarely measured in most organizations. Now we can measure your workforce on a multiple, or I'm sorry, on a multitude of safety activities, including action items, attendance at meetings, behavior-based forms, and much more. So turning in your BBS uh, forms at the required turn, 10 a month. Well, it's very difficult to try and get your forms all the time, documented, so on and so forth, unless you have a fairly large safety and health department. So in this case, uh, by using your cloud or by using a computer, by using a mobile device, it automatically puts that into the system without you having to worry about it. Enabling two-way communication for workers and management. How many times do we hear from our employees or our workers in the field uh, that they don't see management? 
is management really involved in safety because they don't see management. Management is so busy uh, with their day-to-day -day operations that they just don't have an opportunity to get out there. So this is a good way uh, for workers to see that management actually is involved in safety by seeing a lot of these reports come out on their clouds or their computers or their uh, mobile devices. Making safety company-wide, rather than just engaging in your safety team, you're able to provide key people in the organization with a bird's-eye view of safety performance at any time with comprehensive dashboards. You can view the performance by level in your organization, division, reach, and site department to drive safety accountability in action. This is very good for management to understand exactly how and where their safety program is going. Is it being used correctly? Are they getting the real results or is something being done? So this is a great aspect of this software, which I really like. So, as I mentioned, there are over 40 applications out there. And the idea here was to pick 10 that I felt met the eight criteria that I had chosen. And based on that eight criteria, I went through and pulled 10 specific software applications for safety, the overall robust safety programs. And out of those eight, I picked the three that were most commonly used, most widely accepted, based on large companies using the software. As I mentioned, they're all fairly uh, costly uh, when it comes to having them and maintaining them on site or in your buildings or your location. All right, but uh, I think overall, uh, the cost is well worth the headaches that uh, you as a safety professional, your employees and management has to face on a day-to-day basis. More and more managers are being held accountable for safety. It's no longer safety's sole source or sole responsibility to do things like this, but now management members, senior or upper management personnel are being held more accountable to ensure that the numbers are being done correctly, that the reports are, or that the numbers are being reported, so on and so forth. All right? So, I guess here that the opportunity now is, what questions do you have for me concerning uh, safety applications, and trending in safety applications, uh, and where it may be going? Uh, I can tell you they're improving on it quite rapidly. And uh, much like anything every any day, uh, you buy a computer, and next week's next week it is uh, it's outdated, it's antiquated. Uh, occupational well, your your software is changing so rapidly. The capabilities within computers are changing so rapidly. Uh, so these are things that are going to happen. Uh, so without further ado, I'd like to have any questions that you may have out there, and uh, we'll answer them to the best uh, of uh, my capabilities and uh, help you get to where you want to be. Excellent. Great job, Ralph. Thanks for your insights and expertise. Before we uh, do start with the Q&A, just want to remind everyone of the evaluation survey that we're asking you to complete. The survey should be appearing on your screen now. Your input is important because it will help us improve future webcasts. If you don't happen to see the evaluation survey on your screen, please turn off your pop-up blocker. Uh, you may also access the survey by clicking the survey button near the lower right part of your screen. 
Um, and then just speaking of that lower part of the screen, I know we're getting some questions coming in, but just a reminder to folks who would like to submit one there, uh, you just click the Q&A button near the lower left portion of your screen and write the question out and submit it. So um, with that, again, we thank you, and we will get to your questions. The first one, um, are there any apps that you would recommend avoiding? Uh, that's a great question. And I, I, I'd hate to say yes, and I'm not trying to be, I don't know, uh, uh, pushbackish at all, I guess. Uh, I mean, because I think all apps have a, 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 a positive sense for safety. I really do. It just depends what you're looking for. What is going to complete your task or help you complete your task? Uh, and, and that's what I would recommend. T definitely look at all the different apps that are out there, the, the positive, uh, the capabilities of those apps and how they fit into your organization financially and operationally and, and ensure that they meet your requirement uh, that you have with management to, to keep your employees safe. That's all I can say. But specifically, I could not pick any one or anything like that. No, sorry. Um, next question, what app do you think is most beneficial for a consulting company to purchase? Uh, I, I would look at something more robust, SiteDoc, something along that line. Uh, for for the for the management, uh, for the wow, uh, I, I, I would look at SiteDoc. Very robust. I think it would help you, uh, and it would definitely help guide you, and I think that's what I'm more looking into is, is what can guide you along the way, and they kind of keep you on track. So I would recommend SiteDoc, my personal opinion, and uh, I, I guess that's, that's what I would work with if I was in that situation or that, had that opportunity. What apps do you recommend for those who are new to safety? I would, I would look at iAuditor, uh, the one that I, I briefly talked about, comes out of Australia. Uh, the thing I like about iAuditor, and I, I turn on a lot of the, the newer safety uh, managers and, and safety professionals, I don't want to call them professionals, but the, the people that are involved in safety for the different companies that I consult with, I would, I would look at uh, using iAuditor because, first of all, you, you have access to a, a library that's just immense, and they have in there all these different uh, companies that have developed safety audits, and, uh, and they're all available to you. You can go through and make changes to it, make it your own. Uh, and that's what I like about it. The library is huge with all different types of, uh, every type of industry out there that deals with uh, any sort of safety issues or that. That's what I would recommend. iAuditor, it's a great learning curve. It kind of helps keep you on track because you're, you're looking at what other safety professionals are using, and it kind of gives you a good idea of, of where you want to go, or it helps you improve. I mean, you may want to change that form. You have the capability to change somebody else's uh, auditing form or auditing program, and, and I love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great program. It's called iAuditor. Um, next one, in the deployment cells, what is meant by C, CLO, and MOB? Okay, C is a computer, CLO is cloud, and MOB is a mobile device, iPad, iPhones, uh, Android devices, things like that. What are your thoughts on the top contractor safety management companies? Ooh, I, uh, I think <laughs> I'm not trying to shy away from that, but I, I just soon stay away. I'm not a uh, uh, 
an all-knowing when it comes to the top contractor safety or the management companies and that. Uh, there's some good ones out there. I know that. Uh, they definitely, uh, I, I want to say, pick the cream of the crop, but you always have to be careful with, with you know, one of these, uh, uh, what you're investing in. Uh, there, there can be companies out there that, that sell themselves as being the best, and, and I think a lot of them want to believe that, and, and you find that you're not paying uh, you're not getting the service you paid for, but that's all I'll say about that. That's not a. Uh, uh, it's a great question, but it's not something I would want to uh, jump out there and, and answer to. Sure, sure. Um, next one just is backtracking to when you discussed e-compliancy. Wanted just to ask what the what the cost was for that, and any additional thoughts about it. Uh, well, there. I, I don't know the exact cost. As I mentioned, it depends on the users you've got involved. I know all of those are, are uh, they can be pretty expensive. Uh, of course, you have to look at, you know, the, the uh, what it costs for the companies to develop the software and to maintain them and to improve on it and so forth, and then the aspect of cloud computing and, and uh, databases and so on and so forth. So they are robust, uh, but you're going to pay for that robustness. It's just like Word documents and so on and so forth. And it depends how many users you've got. Uh, a, a normal safety department, if you've got a 10 or 20 person safety department, chances are you can get away uh, real reasonable. Uh, you know, one thing here is, is as I always say, I, you can't put a, there is no return on investment when it comes to safety. And, and I, I know a lot of managers want to think of that. Uh, you know, a $1,000 investment in, in safety uh, can be just as good as a $1 investment in safety. Uh, you know, it's not the amount of money, but it's just how much management believes that, that safety pays at the end. What are the risks with going to an application approach? Any concerns about availability or cybersecurity? Uh, good question. Uh, there are a lot of companies out there that tout the fact that, you know, that they're, they're cloud-based and they have a, you know, top-of-the-line cybersecurity program and that. I mean, if, if the NSA and the Pentagon can get hacked, I, I guess that would probably answer your question. Uh, nothing, nothing nowadays, there's nothing out there that, that is completely safe. Everyday cyber attacks are, are more robust, and, and they're, of course, they're, the cyber attackers uh, are, are learning more and more ways to, to, uh, to infiltrate, I guess, your, your systems and that. Just be careful. Talk to your... your uh, legal team about what you can put on the cloud. Some things I may stay away from uh, when it comes to cloud storage uh, and, and maintain it on your local computers, but I think overall safety audits, uh, things like that, uh, I don't think there'd be a problem with those being on the cloud. Have you come across any good environmental incident reporting applications that include simultaneous notifications to multiple users from a single phone call initiation? That, that's a great question, and unfortunately, I cannot, I cannot say that I have. I'm, unfortunately, I'm sorry about that, but I can't say that I have when it comes to environmental issues, uh, spills or releases or things like that. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe site doc, one of those. Uh, they might, might be able to do it. You may have to deal with the companies themselves, the developers, and see if they could add that into one of their um, other additions that they've got. Some of them do have multiple additions you can add on and, and talk to them about something along that line. 
Next one comes from someone who identifies um, themselves from a smaller manufacturing company and just, just asks, what about those kinds of companies who might have a, a smaller budget but still uh, still offer similar options? What would you advise there? I, I would definitely advise iAuditor. Uh, iAuditor, as I mentioned, uh, great, robust. Uh, you know, the first user is free. After that, it's, 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 it's not much at all. And as I said, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you can go in there and look at the library of all the different auditing tools they've got available, the tracking tools, uh, so on and so forth. I mean, that is something really to start with. And, and once you develop a good auditing program using iAuditor, if you want to go more robust, then, then look at investing in some of the bigger ones. But iAuditor, I would definitely look at for a small uh, new startup or something along that line, or even a company, let's say, of less than you know, 50 people. And, and you want to maintain the, the OSHA compliance with the 300 and 301, your, your reporting, and so on and so forth. Use iAuditor. I definitely recommend it. Um, what recommendations do you have on, on in-depth industrial hygiene tracking applications? Once again, that, that's, a, uh, that's a great question, but unfortunately I, I could not, uh, I don't know that uh, when it comes to industrial hygiene, which, would, which uh, software would be good. Uh, to do the tracking and so forth, uh, I, you know, uh, I would look at iAuditor again. I mean, maybe I'm just beating iAuditor to death here, but uh, as I mentioned, iAuditor is, is very robust, and uh, it's drag and drop. There's so much you can do with it. Uh, try, that, try that. I mean, it's, it's very versatile, and like I mentioned, there's already a huge library of uh, uh, different industries that have put stuff in there, and maybe uh, the IH side would be included in that. Not trying to lead you into another, maybe you might mention iAuditor again, but this this one asks, what's the best app for uh, reliability calculations, MTBF, uh, FPMH, et cetera? Oh, yeah. Uh, meantime, between failures and stuff. Uh, you know, that's a good point, and I was going to mention something here. There's a, a, a couple new software programs I've been looking at. One of them is called Redlist, and that, that might be something along the line. It deals with equipment maintenance, predictive, preventive maintenance, uh, JSAs for equipment and that. Uh, Redlist is the, the software, and it focuses more on the, the equipment, heavy equipment side, so on and so forth. And maybe that's something to look at uh, because it guides your mechanics when it comes to predictive and preventive maintenance. So that might be something to look at when it comes to the MTB at the meantime between failure and so forth. Uh, Redlist might be something that you want to look at. Uh, I've, I've looked at it. Uh, I, I like what they, they offer. Uh, but that's more focused on the preventive side, dealing with equipment and so forth, preventive predictive maintenance and heavy equipment operations and the tracking of job safety analysis and, and, and helping mechanics keep them in track uh, from a safety point of view and the, the maintenance aspect. So that might be a good one called Red List. What apps stand out regarding their ability to provide updates and to provide those updates frequently? Um, I, I would say SiteDoc is definitely, I might pick on, you know, like I, I pick on iAuditor. Uh, definitely think about SiteDoc. ETQ would be another good one. Uh, that's what I would recommend. I mean, but I'm, as I mentioned, uh, in, in, in looking at the 10, the top 10 that I had picked, uh, and then picking those three, I would favor any one of those three when it comes to the robustness and so forth. Again, you've spoken a lot of iAuditor. This one asks, are there any applications you've listed that would be the equivalent to iAuditor? 
no, not really. I mean, iAuditor, is, as I mentioned, is, is a good beginning. Uh, the robustness of the library, none of the others have that. Uh, the, the capability to reach into a library of all these different audits that, that you know, everything from auditing a, an office to auditing a power plant, uh, it's all available. Uh, where the others don't have that, you have to develop that all yourself. Uh, but so, no, I, you know, when it comes to comparison in that aspect, no, I, I really couldn't see that. What were uh, the average costs of the apps that you discussed, and are there annual upgrade fees? Well, as I mentioned, I, as from what I can remember and, and looking back, uh, safe, they were all probably pretty much the same up in the, uh, depending on the number of users, and I want to say like uh, if you had 100 users, and I'm not exactly familiar with when they talk about users, if there's 100 individual, and I, I would take or like to believe that's 100 individual licenses, they got up in the, the, the tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, and the, the annual maintenance fees definitely wouldn't be as much uh, after you purchase the, the initial licenses, but there's still going to be a, a, a high cost uh, dealing with annual uh, renewals. Much Once again, much like uh, Microsoft, doc, or my, Microsoft support and so on and so forth, uh, you're paying for the, the upgrades and anything else that happens when it comes to that software. How can these apps be utilized by employees who prefer not to use their personal device for work-related purposes? Uh, might companies start issuing devices? Um, I, I, don't, I don't think there'd be a, a problem. I mean, as long as your company is providing a, as you mentioned, their own computer, iPads, iPhone, or something like that, uh, there's not a problem. You should be able to download a shortcut into your work devices and, and uh, and, and utilize it there. I mean, you don't have to utilize it. In fact, I would recommend, highly recommend you don't ever use your own personal devices when it comes to company information, especially when it comes to incident, uh, accidents, uh, audits, or so forth, because uh, those personal devices can now become, uh, in, in a court of law, could now be seized by the court uh, because they have information on it that might be useful in a, you know, in some sort of court action. So, Definitely keep your own personal devices out of your work unless you're willing to lose it. Next one. Um, can you show any trend documents for the, some of these top apps that you've discussed? Trend documents. Uh, it, with time, I could probably go back through, and, and uh, if somebody's interested in that, we could definitely pull the trending on the different docs, if that's what they want. Yes, I don't think that'd be a problem. Okay, well, no, yeah, hopefully hopefully they're listening. And, and as we said, folks, at the, at the top, the, you know, Ralph today will be looking at these questions, so something like this or any that go unanswered, he'll be able to respond to. So that, that sounds good on that front. Um, next one, were there any other platforms that were looked at or excluded for some reason? Um, they, they list... Uh, Gen Suite and, and Intellects um, that come to their mind as potential solutions that meet some of the needs that uh, were discussed. So they're, I guess, they're asking any other platforms that are out there that you know may not have been mentioned. Yeah, I know. I mean, definitely. I mean, those that, like I mentioned, there's about 40 that 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 were you know all dealt with different aspects of safety auditing uh, and and inclusion into occupational safety and health. And I just picked the top 10 that I did because of the robustness, what they offered in that. 
but I mean, definitely there's there's a lot of them, as, as mentioned, uh, Intellex, uh, so on and so forth. There's 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 a I, I couldn't even remember all 40 of them that were out there at the time that that I started doing the uh, the investigation or the background checking into uh, all the different software out there. There are, as I mentioned, 40 of them. Uh, at least 40. I mean, there's probably more if you really did a, a, a big search. And there's a lot now coming out of uh, the United Kingdom, out of Europe, uh, software coming out that, that's that's out there that's and available. Uh, and, and one of them I just happened to, to think about is something called Stay Safe, uh, Lone Worker Solutions. And this, this is, uh, I, I found, more along the oil and gas industry side, uh, where you've got workers that, that are deployed by themselves, even electrical, you know, electronics and so forth, that are deployed by themselves, and they, they're use, able to use their, their cell phone, and, and uh, they check in with the, the companies in this, and if there's an issue, you know, they, uh, they can set off an alarm that they need assistance. Of course, it's GPS tracked. Immediately, can, assistance can be d- dispatched to them. Uh, if there's no movement at all after so many minutes, and you would base that into the the software itself, if there's no movement at all, for example, uh, the, the person may have fallen or was knocked out or passed out after a certain time frame, an alarm would sound once again at the uh, dispatching facility or the monitoring facility, and they would dispatch to the GPS coordinates uh, medical help. So, uh, you know, that, that's one of those things called stay, uh, stay safe. But uh, there, there's a lot of good, good and this comes out of the uh, United Kingdom, out of England, and there's a lot of good software out there. I mean, they're, they're coming from all over the world because the, the safety industry is a, you know, we know this, is a huge industry, and uh, anybody that has an employee has a safety program, uh, robust or, or even a small one, but mom and pops, all of them have safety programs, and they all require some sort of assistance or help when it comes to maintaining uh, their levels of, uh, as required by OSHA. Speaking of OSHA, someone asks, is there an OSHA, is there an app for OSHA standards and regulations, a place to look something up on your phone on the go? Oh, yes. Yeah, there, there are a number of those, and I think I mentioned that at the beginning, and I'd I have to go back and look at my notes. Uh, but you can go to OSHA.gov, the website, and uh, check into all the different software uh, that they offer, but there is. There's a number of even a number of different companies out there that, that do have uh, the OSHA, that you can get all the OSHA standards on your, your cell phone and just, or iPad, and quickly type in what you're looking for, uh, let's say electrical safety or fall protection or, uh, you know, scaffolding or whatever, and it automatically will show you all the different standards that deal with that specific uh, topic you're looking for. Most definitely, OSHA has, uh, OSHA has, has come a long way uh, in, in, in the years that it's been around. I mean, it's amazing. Next one, how can I get contact information for the app developers to learn more about the product? Just go just go uh, do a search, and, and I mean uh, do a search online for the, the, the companies, for example, SiteDoc. It'll take you to their website or give you an opportunity to actually connect them to their website. Uh, I would just do a search on that or, or just do uh, uh, safety software. Do a search, uh, Google search on safety software, and, and a lot of different uh, developers will, will come up on there and just start looking. Uh, a lot of times you'll find that they have a short blurb on exactly what their site, uh, their software is about, and I would just go ahead and contact them or, or send them a note. And a lot of them will offer you a, you know, a free access, like a, you know, a maybe two or three days or 10 days or 30-day access to 
to their software to test it. And if you're interested, then they'll follow up with you to, uh, to allow you to purchase it. How well do any of these programs track ISO 45001 efforts? You know, um, they're, they're going to have to go through some upgrades when it, uh, when it comes to uh, ISO 45000. Um, and I, I think that's I'm, it's, it's, it's not an immediate thing that's going to happen, but a lot of the software companies are going to have to start changing their, uh, their software to, to come into compliance with the, some of the new standards that are out there. Do any of these apps allow for a trial period before jumping uh, into a commitment? Yes, yes, they, they do. I would contact the company, as I mentioned. Some of them have, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think it's just one day. Probably I'd say at the, the most uh, a 10-day, or I'm sorry, the minimum a 10-day, the most maybe 30 days, but a number of companies do offer that. Uh, Redlist, I know, uh, has uh, has that avail ability. I think uh, SiteDoc does. There were a number of companies that, uh, you can contact, and they will allow you to to uh, maybe have a a, a, a single user license, uh, and it may be not the full blown software, but but definitely uh, allow you to go out and test it and to make a decision if that's something you really want to purchase or not. What app would you recommend for a mechanical contract company that works in healthcare? Eye mm, auditor. <laughs> I push back on iAuditor. Having worked uh, for a mechanic, major mechanical contractor down in, in Georgia for years as a corporate safety director in that, we did a lot of hospital work, uh, infection control, things like that. iAuditor was, was great because, as I mentioned, you can go in and actually uh, look at some of the, uh, the joint commission uh, inve uh, auditing programs out there and employ that into yours. Uh, their eye auditor is, I, I, I hate to say it, but it's my, my go-to when it comes to immediacy and uh, the what's out there that you can go ahead and, and uh, use uh, somebody else's uh, auditing pro process and, and copy and paste those questions, put it into your program, and, and utilize it. I mean, it's a, it's a great program. Uh, if you don't, uh, if you don't have, if you don't want to have invest in something or a large investment, I'm sorry, if you don't want to have a large investment, I would use iAuditor for something like that. That's what I used as, as a, for the mechanical contracting company that I worked for. Um, again, we're not, we're not trying to turn you into a broken record, but we've got another recommendation question. This one, um, they're in risk management for a city of uh, 350000 and just would, we're looking for a good app or, or KPI to use. Oh, uh, I would I would go with one of the more robust site doc, uh, one of those I, I would use for something like that that big, uh, the capabilities that they have, uh, because when when you're talking something that large, you definitely need a, a a database, a larger database. You definitely have to be able to do a, a better search, uh, historical data, uh, trending, uh, so on and so forth. So site doc or one of the the three that I discussed would definitely be uh, one that I would recommend in that instance. Are there any apps that are designed to get more, or not necessarily designed, but that, that might get more employees involved in safety culture? Mm, not these apps. Uh, trying to think of a good app that would get employees involved in safety culture. Uh, well, you know, I've, 
boy, I, I, I keep saying this word here, I auditor. Uh, you, could, you could look at it, the behavior-based safety side. Uh, they do have some good, uh, in their, within their library, they do have a good uh, behavior-based safety auditing process in there where you can drag and drop or pull questions out of there that your employees could use to help guide them. Uh, that's what I would recommend uh, because it's, 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 it's robust, but at the same time, it's simple to use. Uh, it's easy for employees to use, uh, so, and then they can print it out and submit it however they want to do that. Is the program DAA transferable or savable if the use of the software stops? Ah, good question. I, unfortunately, I do not know that. I would not. I do not know that. I'm sorry. Next one. Um, should safety lead the training program or training lead the safety program? What a question. I've always, my mantra, and was written on the side of my truck, is safety begins with education. So let's just put it that way. Safety begins with education. Uh, training, you have to know, you have to understand safety before you can teach it, but at the same time you have to learn about safety before you can develop the training side. So. Well, that's a proverbial, you know, what came first, the, the chicken or the egg? All right. Um, next one, the regulations that are addressed in the apps that you discussed, such as iAuditor, are those all based on federal OSHA guidelines? Oh, yes. I mean, sure, most, yes. I mean, most of them are. I mean, they could be ISO, they could be ANSI, they could be ASHRAE. Whatever, you're, whatever you want to look at. I mean, these, the, uh, the individuals that are actually developing their auditing tools and putting it into the library that iAuditor has that you have access to once you get an account with them, uh, most of those are, are definitely standards that are developed uh, from the OSHA guides or, or you know, any of the federal guidelines or uh, you know, the World Health Organization even has. Some people have some issues in there with the, or some auditing tools from the World Health Organization and the uh, you know, from the, the industrial hygiene side, the American Congress of, of the government, industrial hygienists, uh, so on and so forth. But there, there's, I mean, you have to look at this. It's called iAuditor, and, and the library is, is, is immense. It's just immense what you have access to. But they're all based on standards and guidelines. And if you don't like which one's on there, you can always change it, go in and, and put your own on there. And then as, as a follow-up to that, and maybe it dovetails with what you're saying about the library, can you set the iAuditor app for just using, for instance, the Cal OSHA guidelines on their inspection checklist? You could, you could go through and do a search maybe in the library for Cal OSHA, and it would go through and look at any, any of the auditing tools that may have the name Cal OSHA in it, uh, but other than that, I think you would have to go through and just look at the different uh, audits uh, or in the library, the different audits that have been developed or designed and see if they fit within the Cal OSHA process or not. Again, like I mentioned, there's a lot of recommendation questions, but um, this one asks what's recommended for uh, a, ground trans a ground transportation company, specifically um, a busing, they say. Huh. Once again, my favorite, iAuditor. Uh, okay. Easy, simple, 
probably a, a, a library something array out there. I can almost guarantee you that deals with transportation, National Highway Transportation, the Safety Board or, or Administration. Uh, I'll guarantee you that somebody has already developed or uh, designed a, an auditing program out there for busing companies or for school uh, districts or trucking companies. It's array out there. I, I, can, I can almost guarantee it. Another question is asking about the, the all-in-one software and just note the expense about it and ask just what would you, how would you kind of weigh the, the pros and cons of, of that? Or is it better to, to maybe go for a more expensive all-in-one app or to, to get several apps that are, that are good at what they do? Well, no, I, would, I, I, I think I would go with one company. I, I know, uh, you know if, you, if, if you look at, and I talk about the old days, let's say, the, the, and I, I hope I'm not uh, – dating anybody out there when it comes to saying the old days, but the, the 60s and 70s, and it's like buying stereo equipment, you know, where you bought a, a Pioneer receiver and you bought a, uh, a TAC reel-to-reel, and they were always different, and, and you never bought one system together because, let's say, if your, your, your reel-to-reel went down, then you lost your whole system. Uh, of course, saying that, I, I, I'd like to purchase or have one deal with one company when it comes to software because now I only have to deal with paying one bill and always calling, making one call to one person. But if you have four or five different softwares that are using for different aspects of your management, your safety management program, whether it's your uh, industrial hygiene, your environmental, uh, your safety auditing, and so forth, uh, you have to call all different So, all right. Okay. Um, well, no, you've you've been thorough. Is there? Anything left unsaid, or you know, I, I know you mentioned iAuditor, but and, and addressed various components. But um, or actually, I'm sorry, we've got we've got another one coming in. Um, does do the developers' free smartphone apps offer positive services similar to having the purchased account access? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think I think we've got time now for for one more. Um, can most safety software link to HR software systems for importing employee information? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, it would all depend on, on what your, your HR software or your HR database is. Is it a SQL database? I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to contact. I guess, first of all, you'd have to know what your HR software database is, uh, what it's based on, and then take a look at, you know, contact the company, one of these other software companies, and ask them about that. And they may be able to build some sort of uh, link in there that they could pull the uh, the required uh, data from, let's say, a SQL database. I mean, it, it, I, I'm not saying it's it's difficult. Uh, nowadays, it's pretty simple to build something along that line to where they just say, okay, go in and look at, you know, uh, lines so and so and so forth, and, and pull that out and incorporate it into uh, my safety form. Uh, like a relational database, I guess, if you want to call it. Um, you know, but that, that I would contact them to make sure, but as of right now, I, I don't think there's any site doc, any of those, unless they have to know what your HR software uh, is before they could even start talking about that, because that's just not something that, that, uh, that you can just pull out of the hat type of thing. Well, again, Ralph, uh, thank you. I know we covered a lot of good ground in this Q&A. Um, fortunately, though, we, we have run out of time. Uh, we're sorry that we didn't get to everyone's questions, but all of today's unanswered questions will be forwarded along to our speaker. 
once again, hope you take the time to fill out the evaluation survey on your screen to give us your feedback. Um, that ends today's Safety and Health Magazine webcast. Uh, we'd like to thank Ralph Blessing, everyone at Columbia Southern University, and all of you who listened in. Thanks, and have a great day.